You are listening to the Roommates Podcast on the Conduit Podcast Network. Come correct or get exposed. 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 <laughs> 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 What's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris is starting the show, baby. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the 200th episode. Holy crap. 200 episode of the Roommates Podcast with me and the star of the show. Stop, stop, stop. We all know that you are the real star. No, yes, no, no, yes, no, yes. no, 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 yes. no. I wouldn't be here without you. That, it wouldn't, wouldn't be. be the same without you. Likewise, 200 episodes. Can you believe it? That's crazy, man. That's yes. crazy. That's 200 weeks in a row. Yes. Holy crap. Dang. Oh, yeah. I know why it's 200 episodes. What I was like, mean? how is it 200 episodes? Because we were uh, last year, we were doing two episodes. Yeah. So, that's, so we, that's, we buy quick. Yeah, okay. Doesn't make any sense, but uh, we definitely went by quick. But I mean, hey, we did 200 episodes. Yes, we did. That's legit. Legit. That's like real legit. I know. That's like legit podcast. My two longest relationships is with God <laughs> and in the podcast. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> really? That's, yeah. 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 Man, so many memories. I know. A lot of ups and downs. So many ups and downs. A lot of fights. <laughs> I would say lots of fights. Yeah. I don't think we actually, for 200 episodes, we haven't fought that much. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's really interesting because for the people who are unaware of how this all began, do you yeah. mind taking people down a trip? Oh, memory lane. Memory lane. Oh, uh, Lord. Houston, South Park, Texas. Okay. Uh, was a group of us in the house. Um, it was me. It was me, Sam, uh, Palumi, and his well, actually, went this, it was this guy named Andre in the house. Actually, before Palumi, it was this guy, guy named Bobby in the house. Yeah. Uh, that was short-lived. So for a while, it was just me, Sam, and, uh, and Palumi. And then uh, some other people moved in. I think Khalil moved in first before you got there. Nope. He didn't? After. Wowzers. Duh. So um, what was this? August of 2016? Mm-hmm. August of 2016, I get a phone call from Sam. Sam was like, hey, uh, this guy wants to stay with us for a few weekends. No, for, oh, for a, a weekend. For a weekend. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Oh, relax, baby. My bad. You know what I mean? Corona. Anyway. Corona. So he was like, um, can he stay? All right, do you mind staying? He wouldn't ask me like I ran the house or anything. Um, I was like, man, who the crap is Hafiz? <laughs> Why he got to stay with us? <laughs> well, you know, he was a part of this uh, the organization we was in. He we he knows some friends. I was like, well, shoot, why can't he stay with them? Well, you know, they just get married and, you know, you know, we cool. Come on, come on, Bigo. Why you acting like that? And I was like, man, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You know, I'm just getting a hard time. And he was like, hey, man, hey, hey, Bigo, you realize you're reading his book, right? And I was like, man, I started a book. I don't know about reading the book. And he was like, no, you're reading his book. And I was like, well, he could come get it, and then he can leave. <laughs> if it's his book, come get the book. I'm not begging to read the book. And he was like, no, look at the name of the book. Own the book. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess he can go stay there. I guess he can go stay there. Yeah. Uh, so then you came. Um, and 
I guess we wasn't really that receptive, or nope. dang, <laughs> was it like a disrespectful receptive? Or I mean, we just all like, I like, hey, what's up? I don't care. <laughs> um, so well, yeah, so when you first got into the house, what were your first thoughts? So let's go to my origin story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was I just moved back to Atlanta from living in Dallas for the okay. past two and a half two and a half years, and I was teaching coaching in Dallas. So I just moved back to Atlanta. And I was looking for a job because I wanted to move to Houston. If you guys know why I moved to Houston, you guys know. If you don't, I'm not telling, not talking about it anymore. <laughs> We're past that, goddammit. Go find the episode. I don't know where it is, but go find it. So I decided to move to Houston, and I got a job interview in Houston. So I needed a place yeah, to stay. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So I called Zach Markham and said, yo, I got a job interview. Can I stay with you? Zach was like, you know, we got the kids, and we, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of hard, so we'll be the best time. Yep. I called Victor, <laughs> and Victor's like, oh, man, I recently got married, That's but yep. I can find some place for you. And he was like, yo, I know these guys, you can stay with them, bada bing, bada boom. Sound good. So sounds good. Sounds, sounds good amazing. So I flew into town. I don't know how I got to your place. I honestly have no idea how you got to the place. Huh. I feel, like, I feel like it was a weekday, so I know I didn't get you. I know yeah. that. Hmm. You probably yeah. Ubered or something. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have Uber back then. Oh, so how'd you get there? Somebody had to get you. Maybe Victor dropped me off? He probably did. Yeah. He probably yeah, he probably picked you up, dropped you off, said hi to everybody and then left. I don't remember that. He so probably here's what I, here's I, what I remember. No what's interesting? Did I drive to it? I didn't drive to Yes, you did. The first time? I think you did drive. I think you did. I remember flying, but maybe I did drive. I think you drove. That's crazy. <laughs> For a job interview. So I, think I drove. drove to Houston. Yep, that's what it is. I drove, drove to Houston. So I drove to Houston. I got to your place. Yeah. And then I remember like calling Victor. He's like, yo, is this a place? He said, let me go call them and see. Sam walks out and just waves at me. <laughs> So that's, all, that's that's him for real. <laughs> I go in the house and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is uh, what's up, man. My name is Sam. This is the couch you can stay in, and let me know if you need anything." That's definitely him. <laughs> so I, I sit on the couch and I'm laying there, about to go to sleep. I have the interview in the morning, and then I hear people in the in the room talking. So we was already in the house. Yeah, you and you and Sam were in the room just talking. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And so, I, Dang, I ain't come out to say hi. No, <laughs> I must have been asleep. Yeah, yeah. Was no, you weren't. You weren't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping no, at all. No, you weren't. You, you weren't. <laughs> I'm cold blooded. Boy, I'm cold blooded. <laughs> so um, I remember I was just in the dark. In my story, I was sleeping. And, I woke up <laughs> and Sam started talking to me. <laughs> so I remember being in the dark and I and I just, you guys just talking and I was like, man, you know, I like people talking. So I remember just walking, knocking on the door. Say, hey guys, my boy, you know, you know, join. And you're like, yeah, come on in. See, yeah. see, see, <laughs> see. And then that's how that's how it all began. And so, um, and then next week I drove back to Houston. Yeah. And then you were like, you know, you know, you need to move here. This, that, and the third. Blah, blah, blah. It'll be mm-hmm. great for you to come here. And then I got a job. Dang, I said that. Yes. Then a month later, I got a job. Yeah. And um, in at uh, Lone Star College. Shout out to Lone Star. Shout out to Lone Star. And after I got a job at Lone Star College, you know, we were just hanging out. And it was just like, just natural, man. Just everything was flowing. And then I was like, yo, we have some great conversations. And I always wanted to start a podcast. I tried to start one like four years ago before I moved to Dallas. But my friends weren't really that into it. They were doing different things. So I was like, man, I just felt like. The podcast would be dope. You know, I was a huge fan of Brilliant Idiots, and so I wanted to do it. 
Yeah, and I didn't know what a podcast was. <laughs> like, I have never heard of the Brilliant Idiots. Yeah, never heard of Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Never heard of none of those things. Like, yeah. like I mean, I knew of the Breakfast Club. I watched some interviews, but never knew that until Yee had her own podcast that DJ Envy had his own show. I never knew none of that. Yeah. So when you said Star One, I literally did not know what it was. <laughs> and uh, I think I maybe had did some research, and I was like, oh, it's like an audio show or something like that. Um, but I mean, I was excited because I mean, you, I remember you telling me how much money people were making. <laughs> you was like, yeah, I think Joe Rogan's making like a million. I said, wait, wait, huh? <laughs> For just talking? Oh, we can at least try. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> so when that, when that first episode happened and, uh, that producer came, we're not going to say it. <laughs> uh, and I remember like setting up and, and I'm with, and it was what Friday night or something mm-hmm. like that? Friday night. And yeah, he was setting everything up. And I was like, okay, this, this is kind of cool. We try to figure out what we're gonna talk about, yeah. you know, different um, you know, topics and genres and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember we started and we was wearing headphones at the beginning. Yep, yep, yep. And we was all hearing each other talking. It was so weird because yeah. we kept trying to talk and listen yeah, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was like, nah, you can't do that. Uh and that's when I fell in love with it. I was like, man, that was actually really cool, really fun. Yeah. And then, shoot, the rest was history. The rest was history. So, man, Dang. it's been three and a half years of doing the podcast. <laughs> that's ridiculous, man. What would you say has been the biggest change that you've seen in yourself uh-huh. from the beginning to now? Probably um, even just learning from you, not even just like from the podcast. If you want something, you have to you have to work for it. Mm. You have to work hard for it. You gotta go above and beyond. It's not gonna be easy. Uh, you gotta go to you gotta take things to the next level. You know, it requires money. It requires uh, sacrifice, um, dedication, problem solving, um, all those things. You know, to make something work and to build something and and have it be consistent at it. It requires a lot, a lot of extra miles. Hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing um, that I take away from it because it challenges me. It's not to, it's not comfortable at all. Being sitting here in, this, in the <laughs> house, you know, umpteen days doing 20 podcasts, ain't comfortable, you know, like, but it's, it's, it's something where I see it, you know, more so back in the day as like, um, like, like I used to say, it's therapy for me and talking things out because that's kind of how what we did. You know, but it's so it's so much more you know learning, educational for me, uh, you know, critical thinking, how to problem solve, you know, topics I never really even like knew I knew about or where had the ability to talk about and and have a voice and actually you know make sense. So it's just forever growing myself, ever challenging myself, um, and seeing how far we can take it, you know, and then also how it changed and we can use this as a vehicle for a mission for a greater purpose. Um, I think that just, you know, goes without saying. Stop smiling like that, <laughs> freaking weirdo. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I think all those things has been something that has really blessed me. Um, I don't see, you know, me stop doing it for a, for a very long time. Um, we know that <clears throat> the podcast is going to be here in our lives and how we're going to uh, manage everything and keep everything going is something that I'm super excited to see. 
Super excited to develop, you know, grow not only as business partner, but as friends, um, all those things. Because I feel like when different challenges arise, we get to go through that. We get to share it here and people can learn and apply from those information. So we will never run out of things to talk about. So I'm excited. No, for me, I think what the podcast has taught me is perseverance. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel as though there's been so many times I wanted to quit. <laughs> so many times I wanted to stop. You know, so many ups, so many downs. And what it has taught me was to stick with it, keep on going, keep on growing. I mean, I'm for real. Like, it's just been it's been the longest job I've ever had. It's, like I said, been the longest um, you know, relationship <laughs> I've ever had. And so, man, it just taught me a lot, man. It taught me just about communication. Um, it taught me about being understanding, humbling myself. Yeah. And a lot of character. Uh, a lot of character development doing yep. the show. Yep. It 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 it, it has been an extreme um blessing to do it. And like I said, it hasn't been easy. No. Not at all. And mm-hmm. um I just think it's so interesting when you look back to the our lives the past three and a half years and you know past two hundred episodes is just of all the changes. Yeah. You know, like all the changes on the different women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kinda like you listen to an episode like oh, I remember I was dating her during yeah. this time. Yeah, dang. That's what I was going through. <laughs> dang, I can tell I'm not happy right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember that week, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, so it's kinda to me, that's kind of interesting, you know, just being able to look back on moments like that. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of a video testimony of how we grew, uh, how we've been growing, and you know, freaking audio book. You know, uh, <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah. people can follow a journey uh, from our lives since I don't know January seven, two thousand seventeen. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. You know, people can follow our lives yeah. up until now. And, you know, I think that's super cool. I think it's super exciting. Um, And a lot of people can uh, relate to us. And I think that's also really, really cool, super exciting as well. But, yeah, man, I I don't think I ever thought about, like, um, like quitting. Like, man, what what would I do without the podcast? I feel like it's just so in me now that I just say I can't, I can't not do it anymore. Yeah. It's weird. If I stop, like, it'll be weird. Yeah. Like, I'll feel weird, mm. like, if I stop. Um, but I definitely was like, man, how can I get rid of fees? <laughs> <laughs> you know, how, can I, how can I replace fees? You know what I mean? Who can I, who can I replace fees with? That's the real question. But goddamn, fees is good, man. Fees is good. At, fees is good. Good at creativity. Good at being... I can't get rid of fees, man. I got to keep fees. How can I make it work with fees? <laughs> you know, that's kind of how, like, things, yeah. like, happen. Like, nah, you got to make it work. The dynamic duo, it just, it works too well, you know, yeah. um, where we challenge each other. We don't think the same, you know, it just, it just works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're stuck. No, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but I mean, I have, I like, literally, it's been super, super exciting, man. It's been super exciting. You know, we've been on tour. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, 23 to 27 cities. I don't know how many cities we went to. Yeah. But um, that was fun, man. You know, seeing us on tour, seeing meeting some of our fans, mm-hmm. uh, them being like, you know, like <laughs> shy to meet us. Yeah. And somebody asked for autographs and shit. It's like, <laughs> you want my autograph? <laughs> <laughs> you want my autograph? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like things like that is just being like just so surreal, you know. And with a podcast is taking us, it's taking us on big stages. You know, we rub hands with a lot of different people. We met a lot of people. We've been in rooms with a lot of people. Um, you know, and I feel like we're like a legit, you know, vehicle in this podcast game. You know, I feel like we are. Um, you know, to me, we made a lot of groundbreaking things. You know, a lot of history. Um, but we don't act like it. We yeah. work just as hard as day one, probably even harder than day one, then, you know, episode 200, you know? So it's that's really cool to see that, like, we really haven't, like, got so big-headed and look at what we did, look at our accomplishment. You know, we might have been frustrated at, you know, some of the results of the stuff we put out, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like once we always understand the message and the purpose behind everything, you know, it keep us going. That's real. Yeah, and definitely the purpose. I think it's like the podcast started off as therapy. Yeah. Um, the way to express and get, yeah, just get, get shit out. Get shit out. So it wasn't like, it was just doing it, just, you know, having fun. Just, But yeah. then um, I feel like the Safan episode, when that mug hit, yeah. when everything changed. That changed the game. You know what I mean? That changed the game. That changed the game. And that's when. That was one of the f- last week or two in that apartment, too. That's the crazy thing. That was oh, like, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was probably the last episode in that apartment. Maybe. I don't know. August 2017. I left in September, so no, it might not have been. 2018. Yeah. 2018. 18. I left in September, so it might not have been, but I know it was one of the last yeah, few Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was one of those few. And, man, and then it was like, then it changed from... Oh, this is cool to like, wow, you guys changed my life. Yeah. Or this message changed my life. Yeah. And this message meant this to me. And I think it was super dope, but it was like, honestly, it was just a lot of women, you know, yeah, which yeah, was yeah, dope. Yeah. And like yeah, I said, the, nothing wrong thank with you that. for all the women who supported us and have helped us get to where we got to. 100%. But then it got to a point where we were like, man, like, especially the women were sharing about the hurt from men and what men were going through and just my natural passion of being biased towards men okay. <laughs> and helping men and all that stuff. So it was like, man, like, what if this vehicle became more about, like, to service men, to help men, to, you know, to to give men the resources and tools to be better people? And the honest to God truth was, like, there was a point where we were making decent money doing the podcast. I remember there was a month, man, like, just, for, like, we probably brought in like five thousand dollars, you know, and that's good for like first year business. Like, yeah. for my opinion, starting yeah, it off first year podcast for sure, or second yeah. year podcast. Yeah, and so it was like, man, but the audience was majority women, so we had like a real um, this big decision to be like, yo, if we're gonna try to help men more and service men more, what's gonna end up happening is that. We're gonna lose a lot of the women audience. You lose a lot of women audience. We lose a lot of women listeners. Lose a lot of the sponsorships and stuff like that. And so, yeah, man, I remember just like intentionally working hard to help men and to reach more men. And it came with, like I said, a lot of financial ramifications. But the beauty of it was, then you started getting, like I said, more of the guy me- emails and the guy messages about your message changed my life. You know, I was about to commit suicide and I stopped. I was lost and confused and I was stopped. I was mad at God and I didn't, you know, didn't believe in God. And then you guys helped me. So it was like you started to see, like, wow, like the impact that we could potentially have on these guys' lives. 
And that's when it was like, yo, even though we were losing money and losing listeners and losing followers <laughs> and everything was going down, it was, to me, just so satisfying knowing that, like, now we were helping. And I feel like a lot of the women, and I keep on wanting to shout out the women because they were, in all, in all honesty, the backbone of how we got here. Yeah, they held us down for sure. And so a lot of the women, it was like, we, they loved that we were creating better men. And there's an email I want to read to you. What? Yep, that we got <clears throat> from a woman. And um, it's pretty dope. It's a pretty dope email. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she doesn't mind me reading <clears throat> it, but I won't read her name. Okay, good. Um, she says, hello, Hafiz and Chris. I'm new to the community. Don't knock me if you have a roommate's email address. I can't find it. I don't know it. This is the one I found. <laughs> okay. So this is, I guess, is my personal email yeah, address. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she just saying. Anyways, this email is meant for you, Hafiz and Chris. So don't get greedy. Please share it with them. <laughs> okay. I just want to thank you guys for making me see men as human beings. I know how that sounds, but it's true. I never dated a lot growing up. One of the reasons was because I was a nerd and thought boys were gross when I was in high school. The other reason was that I grew up around a lot of broken women who carry their families on their backs because the men shun their responsibilities. I grew up in the Caribbean, just for context. All of this affected me. I was literally afraid of men and thought that if I got seriously involved with them, I would end up hurt and lonely, carrying a load on my shoulder that was meant for two people. As I got older, I realized that God started to lay a different feeling on my heart. I realized I might want a family with an actual man someday. But how would that happen? Men are no good. All the good ones are either married or Muslim. And I'm a Christ follower. That's what I thought. The problem was I didn't understand men and was low-key bitter because I had been living vicariously through all the broken women I saw around me. I thought all guys who expressed any interest in me were out to get me. I thought they were all wicked. I was so afraid of guys and thought that they all had ulterior motives. Until you guys... You and Chris made me see that there is still hope in this broken world. That not all men are stupid and evil and out to break women they come in contact with. Guys have emotions and many of them are just like us girls. They're trying to figure life out and find love in this broken world. I am a lot less afraid of men. I'm now 28 and better because I found you guys on YouTube. Your conversation healed me. I'm sure they're healing other men and women and hopefully my future husband. Anyway, this email is so long and I really want to say is thank you. God bless you both and I hope the Lord makes his face to shine upon you and send you both Proverbs 31 women who you'll both have beautiful families with. I also hope, (laughs) this is funny, Chris gets those twin boys he always dreamed of. (laughs) Yours truly, new listener and faithful follower. Oh, <laughs> man, <clears throat> that's that's sweet as crap, man. That's sweet as crap, man. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop laughing like that. <laughs> it's just man, 
Peace, Lord. Yeah. Nah, man, that's beautiful, man. That's um, that's good to hear. You know, it's good to hear. Sometimes, you know, we work hard. We want to know that we're doing some things out there. Um, and man, I don't know, Peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That is that is. That's that was a hard one. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one to swallow. <laughs> Get the pressure off me and ah, say something. <laughs> okay, okay. So the the reason why I want to read that email, like I said, first, thank you so much for a lovely woman yes, for yes. writing that to us. It really meant the world to us. But it was like I always say this so people don't ever confuse my intentions. When I'm when we are always talking about helping and servicing men. The best way to help women is to help men, in my personal opinion. We feel like that, yes. The best way to help women is to help men. The healthier the men, the healthier the marriages, healthier the families, healthier the communities, the healthier the world. And so what ends up happening is by us naturally helping ourselves, because like Chris always says, he said this is outward and inward. What do you say? This is not this is um this is not a one way to say round trip. Yes, this is not a one way to say round trip. I mean this message is not just meant to go to you, it's meant to go to us and then to you. Yes. So by us growing and challenging ourselves and trying to improve spiritually, financially, emotionally, um, physically, all the leads <laughs> intellectually, yeah. Yeah. by us always trying to improve, we then create this content and we then, then share these messages to help other men improve. And as other men begin to improve, it just creates better men in society. And what also we do is we also give men the opportunity to not have to be Superman and to be Clark Kent. And I feel as though a lot of men feel like, yo, they can't express themselves. They can't, you know, express their failures and their heartbreaks and their shortcomings and, you know, how they messed up because they don't want to appear weaker or lesser than a man. And so I feel as though by by being vulnerable and opening up and just being real about life, it helps humanize us men to a lot of women. Because a lot, like I said, a lot of men, because men feel the pressure to never be open and never be vulnerable, to never share. A lot of women just assume that there's nothing going on in males' bodies and men don't have feelings and men, you know, don't get hurt and just men are just these stoic creatures who just care about nothing. And so being able to use that to be able to show the women, like, yo, there is actual good people out there. And, and men are, I love her point, men are humans too. Men are people too. And, uh, and I'm really excited about doing that. And, and going back to the point, it's like, it's not the sexiest thing. It's not the most money. It's like, it's not, like, we could easily just, you know, just make fun of girls, you know, just, you know, do the typical nonsense and just be rude and just not really care. It makes a lot more money doing so. But we sacrifice a lot of money, you know, a lot of opportunity to do what we personally believe in. And obviously, we would like, we're grateful for the platform and opportunities God has provided us, but we obviously want a lot more mm-hmm. than just you know what we have right now. And so I I I really enjoy that about the podcast. It it means a lot that you know going from a majority female audience to a majority male audience, um, to seeing all the guys who are really going to be impacted, seeing the guys who don't have dads, you know, get guidance and you know to be able to just learn from us. And I don't know, it just means a lot. It just means a lot to be able to do it, have fun in the process. Because, man, just, we always say, we always believe that there's nothing else in the world like what we're doing. 
nothing else, you know, we always say entertainingly educational enlightenment, you know. <laughs> we haven't said that in a minute. But, yeah. you know, like, like the, we like to have a good time, like most guys do. We like to learn and we like to teach and we just like to also you know, grow spiritually. And so um, I just... I, I just like the the culture of men that we're creating. I like the culture of men that we're becoming. And I'm just excited that I'm just thankful for so many of the women who've supported us over the years. I really mean that women. Ladies, thank you guys so much. You know, because I be listening to the podcast sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, how the hell does any woman listen to this? <laughs> I remember one time, my mom was like, she said, Afis... Oh Lord. <laughs> he needs to stop talking about women and their weight. <laughs> women don't like it when you talk about their weight. <laughs> but so I really I really appreciate the all the women who's been watching me for the year all these years who are just really patient, you know, who who try to understand who understand the heart behind the message, understand that, you know, we we don't hate you, we're not shaming you. Um, we, we we will bring up when things happen that hurt us by women, um, and we will bring up the bad things that women do. But obviously, women are people too. They're amazing, you know. Like anybody, they have flaws and they have great things. And so, women have definitely really really supported us throughout the entirety of the show. I'm just so I'm I'm like I said, I'm beyond thankful for every last person and the opportunity for, and also the women who believe in what we're doing so much to support us financially. Because they really believe what we're doing is changing the world. So, ladies, thank you so much. Um, I apologize, but I'm gonna be honest with you: <laughs> the worst is yet to come. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna get better. <laughs> I'm gonna get better. He was doing so good. He was doing so good. I'm man. gonna get better, but no, I always want to get better. But I'm still always happy. <laughs> He's doing so good, Fees. <clears throat> Yeah, man. I mean, I agree. <clears throat> Lord, I can't even talk. Drink some ah! of that juice. That, I think the juice is what killed me. <laughs> Either the juice or that email. Either one. I think, man, I'm excited for the next 200. Yeah. You know, all the in memories that we created, the topics we talked about, the people we met. I'm just excited for the next 200. Mm-hmm. So we got to definitely continue to challenge ourselves. Definitely figure out where our next steps are. You know, listen to the audience, listen to the fans to figure out how can we create this show, this platform to help them out um, the best way possible. Because I do feel like it's a calling, you know. I feel like this is definitely our purpose or one of our purposes is to continue this show to help men um, and the women get helped by, by, you know, listening and sharing it and the byproduct of men, how they go to react because... We only been doing 200 episodes, so the impact of what we have done, we won't see in a while. You know, like I want to, I want to, I want to meet the guy that finds a, like the love, and we get invited to a wedding. Yeah. And like this is what happened. You know, like yeah, yeah. you know, I want to be like the special guest at a wedding. Yeah. So you know, I want to, I want to hear a story about how a guy read the po- like listened to a podcast, start making changes. You know, got his car. Got his house, got his career, now he got his girl, now he, you know, he's raising his family now all because of the podcast. You know, yeah. I know that's some years down the line, but I'm excited to hear that kind of impact. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm that uh, excited to see what, you know, you do in your life, you know, all the, the fees you talking to, yeah. you know what I mean? and see where that goes yeah. and uh, and how we can adjust, you know, the show to both of our lives 
to benefit the both of us. So I'm just excited to, next, to see the next 200 episodes. Yeah. What can happen? You know, how can the business grow? How can our audience grow? How do our YouTube, our listens, all that grow? You know, the conference we want to put on, like, I really want to do that. Yeah, I want to do that this year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, it'd be so cool to have an annual men's conference where yeah. we all meet up in the city and, you know, we just share uh, we just grow, we tell stories, we tell testimonies, and we can help each other out and create something like that to make, make and, but have fun, though. It ain't going to be no lame, like, woe is me, you know, I'm, yeah, yeah, ain't, nah, nah, nah. we want to <laughs> act a fool as well. Yeah. We still want to be men, we still want to have fun, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for the next 200, and I, I like like you've been saying, I appreciate everybody that's been rocking with us, the first and last time listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely grateful mm-hmm. for the for the the first two hundred, but ecstatic for the next two hundred. Yeah, ecstatic man. I'm really excited for the next two hundred. I'm really am. I know we're gonna continue to challenge ourselves. I know it's gonna be bigger and better topics. You know, maybe even bigger and better guests. Uh, because I know we made that transition, which you know I feel like. Us doing the show is so much better now for us. I don't know how you feel about that, but um, I really like the show when it's just us two um, for the most part. I don't want to depend on nobody mm-hmm. and depend on uh, a guest to carry us. You know, mm-hmm. I want our mission, our purpose, our voices, our reasons to create and make sure we make it to the next 200. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited. You know, willing to do whatever it takes to a certain extent. Yeah. <laughs> What guest do you feel like taught you the biggest lesson? Oh, man. That's a good question. That's a good question. I feel like Lewis Howe's episode was really good for me. Really good. Probably, but the, probably the, the most practical guest probably been Stefan. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. We've had him home multiple times. Um, just being around him, being on tour with him. Being, uh, you know, in the same room with him, you know, we know how to identify certain kind of women. We know uh, what some women need to work on. We know what we are and if we can be compatible with a certain woman. We just learn so much just from conversation and just sitting back and seeing them. And I'm grateful for him, man. You know, he's been a great mentor, been a great friend uh, forever you know, in debt to him. Yeah, of course. Um, and, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, his next, his next journey and how we can support and help him grow um, as well and, to, and when, with his career because he's just been nothing but impactful in our lives and has asked for nothing in return, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Stefan, like, literally, uh, like, on-demand call therapist. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, any any, it's not just relationship. It's man stuff too, business wise, uh, personal growth wise, character wise. You know, all those things. It's so easy to call Stefan, and you know he's always willing to help out. So for sure, Stefan. Interesting. So, um, what about you, Fees? Uh, guest. Um, honestly, this can sound cliche. It's about to sound cliche. Gary V. Gary V is good though, man. And here's why: because Gary V. I still, I still haven't even realized what we did with Gary Vee. It hasn't even processed in my brain. We did get Gary Vee on the show. You know what I mean? But it doesn't how, feel like it. Yeah. But we did get Gary Vee yeah, on the show. Yeah, but like how it all happened. 
It's like, really crazy. It's just like it, tell the story. Okay, so in November of 2017, correct. I looked at the podcast analytics <laughs> and I saw that it was our lowest week ever. Yes. And I think on average, we were averaging at that time 150 listens per episode. And that week, we were at 70. Tough. So my biggest thing in life is I hate going backwards. Like, regression, I just hate it. Slow progression, I don't mind it. Stagnation, uh, it bothers me. But regression, that breaks my heart. So to see that we've been doing the podcast for 11 months and seeing that we only, we were going backwards, broke my heart. Didn't feel good. I remember that conversation. <laughs> so I remember talking to Sam about it, and Sam was like, man, maybe we just suck. <laughs> I love you, Sam. <laughs> it's a positive <laughs> beam of light. <laughs> and, and he was like... Maybe we just <laughs> suck. <laughs> and he's like, maybe we need to just do this for fun and not try to do it seriously, because maybe we just don't have it. Something to that line. Just, but, but his main premise was, let's just do this for fun. I was like, yeah, you're right. We might as well just do it for fun and just, it is what it is. And then I remember watching Gary V on The Breakfast Club the following week. And I've watched Gary before, but for some reason, he just stood out to me. Like his message just stood out. And I believe I either started watching some of his content on YouTube and I was really feeling it also. And then I was like, man, I want to read his book. So I got Crush It the audio book of Gary's first book. And I read it and it just changed my life. It changed, it just, it just made so much sense about what I was doing wrong and what I needed to do and going after what you want in life. And I remember just that day being like, okay, January of next year, I'm going to implement all these changes to improve the podcast. And then after finishing Crush It, I was like, why wait till January? Let's do this today. And then um, that's when I decided to add the This Week on the Roommates podcast because I was like, we're asking people to listen for an hour, but why the hell would they listen for an hour if they don't know who we are? We got we to hook them quick. So I added that. Um, shout out to E, Emmanuel Sharume, um, who added the, the little theme song music. And then I just started, you know what, killing it on Twitter. So I, what I did was I went on Twitter, I opened 18 tabs. And I typed in, I, uh, so basically in Twitter, you can, you can um, search whenever somebody types in a certain word. So somebody uses the word podcast, will let you know. Somebody uses the word podcast recommendation, will let you know. So I looked up at 18 tabs. I had Brilliant Idiots to Read, all the popular podcasts on one tab. Then I had podcast recommendation, podcast suggestion, looking for new podcasts, need new podcasts. Um, podcasts had too many hits. Houston Podcast had all these tabs open. So whenever somebody... Um, would search for those things or type those things, not search, type those things on Twitter, I'll, it will pop up. So I remember, like, I was at my job, which I got fired from <laughs> because of this, but I was at my job and I was literally just um, responding to people. Hey, someone's like, hey, anyone got a podcast recommendation? Hey, what's up? My name is Hafiz. Got this podcast on the room. Check it out. Here's a link. And I remember doing that uh, for a good, good six, 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 seven months. And I remember staying up to 3 o'clock in the morning just doing that, just like burning the midnight Oh, I was obsessed with it. And then I was searching. Whenever someone typed in Gary V's name, I would also um, get a notification. And then whenever Gary V posted. 
And then one day, Gary Vee posts, I'm going to be in, uh, it's like in probably January, so I'm going to be in Houston in February. If you're a small business owner, you like to link up, hit me up. So um, I remember sending a, uh, he said, uh, reach out to Nick if you want to do that. So I remember hitting up Nick and, um, you know, saying, yo, we're a small business owner, da 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 and then Nick just never responded to me. <laughs> and then I remember it was like getting close to February, and I was just like, "Damn it, man! I was upset because I must missed my opportunity." And um, I've somehow, what I do sometimes to get an email address is I'll go to like a company's page, and every company has like a, uh, a info page, like info at VaynerMedia, info at Bleacher Report, info at ESPN, right? And then I will see what the email template is, and I'll just find one person on staff's email. So if, let's say there was a lady named Stephanie Fitzgerald. Then the email would be s.fitzgerald or stephanie.fitzgerald or, or stephanie.f. And then I'll see the template, and I'll find somebody who I want to email and then copy that template. So I found Nick's uh, – I found a company template for Gary uh, VaynerMedia. I found Nick's email. I shot him an email, told him what I was, told him what we were doing, told him how I was trying to reach out to him. He was super nice, super sweet, and uh, he was like – uh, and he was like, I'm going to try to see if Gary will come on your show. A week before Gary was going to come into Houston, he was like, hey, bro, you know, I tried my absolute best. Um, Gary's schedule is jam-packed in Houston, maybe some other time. Thanks for reaching out. I like, appreciate you, Nick. Um, the week comes, Gary's in Houston, and I'm just so depressed. You know, I'm like, dang, we missed our opportunity. And all of a sudden, I'm like, so I'm following Gary's tweets every single day, and Gary posted, um, I'm recording a podcast right now. I'm like, damn it, why are you recording a podcast? I'm like, I'm like, hold on, wait. Today's the day he's in Houston. He's recording a podcast with this podcast is in Houston. So I go to the podcast's page. I can't tell where they're from. And I'm like, oh, you know, it is what it is. And then the podcast mentioned um, another, like their, their major brand. And I went on their major brand's page, and I found out that they were opening a cafe in Houston. And then the cafe's direction, I mean, the uh, address on Houston. So I remember that day, I was in Chris's apartment, <laughs> knocking on Chris's door like 11 o'clock at night, like, yo, Chris, I think I know where Gary V is. It was like Tuesday, too. It was like a <laughs> yeah. random day. And I was like, I think I know where Gary V is. And I said, oh, sure. I said what, we, what we doing staying in here? <laughs> yeah. so we drove in the car, and then we pulled up to a very sketchy part of town. Yeah, it was actually going towards, if, you, if you're from Houston, it was going towards U of H, it was off of 45. I think the exit is Telephone Road. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it wasn't... It's sketchy, but probably now it's very gentrified. Exactly. Yeah. So it was just being gentrified at that point, and we drove by a lot of abandoned buildings, so yeah. we're like, dang, man, we got played. And then all of a sudden, in the corner of our eye, I saw a place with, with a flicker of light. <laughs> and then Chris pulled over. I peeked in the window. I saw Gary V inside. And I was like, uh-oh. I snap. He fucked up. <laughs> so me and Chris waited outside for about an hour and a half. At least an hour and a half. Gary came outside. I was like, yo, Gary. <laughs> I walked up to him, told him how much I loved him, told him how much crush it meant to me. I was like, man, if, I can, if we can just get 20 minutes of your time, we would love it. And he was like, sure, let's do it tomorrow. So he gave me his uh, videographer, Tyler Babin's um, phone number. He like, hit up Babin, we'll set it up. Bro, I was on cloud nine. Yes, so happy. We were so happy. I still have some Snapchats from yeah. that. I still got videos from yeah. that. And uh, I remember the next day, you know, getting ready to record, everything set up, hit up Babin. And Babin's like, hey, 
bad news. Gary's schedule is packed. We have to fly to Minnesota. Gary has this um, NFL, because that was during the Super Bowl, has an NFL thing he has going on, so he won't be able to record. But he said, but Gary's a man of his word. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but he'll make it happen. I was so hurt. And I remember every single, like probably every two weeks, I would hit up Babin and be like, yo, he's Gary Free, Gary Free. And then eventually Babin started ignoring me. <laughs> of course. Eventually it's going to get to the point. <laughs> and then I remember hitting up Nick. I was like, yo, Nick, you know, I was talking to Gary. Uh, it's probably like around like May, late May. I was like, I was talking to Gary, and Gary promised to come on my show, and this, that, and the third. And uh, Nick was like, yeah, man, you know, Gary, Gary said he'll do it. He'll, he'll make it happen. I can't make no promises, but he'll make it happen. And then um, around that time, we had booked Taylor Rooks, Andrew Schultz, and It's a Real to do a podcast in New York City. I was like, man, what if we just, let me just ask one more time, man. And I was like, I hit up Nick. I was like, yo, Nick, um, you know, we're going to be in New York this day. It's, does Gary have any availability? Can he do the show? And he's like, let me ask. I was like, oh, gosh, you know, here it goes again. And then a couple, a couple of days later, Nick hits me up. He's like, Gary, Gary's free that day. He can do it. So I was like, oh, my God. So it was just too good to be true, bro. We drove. We got to New York City. That's crazy. First of all, yeah. we are in New York City. We're in New York City. First time for both of us. No. I, well, yeah, you was born there, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you ain't been time. there back in a while. <laughs> make, make the story yeah, better. Yeah. First time for both First of us. First time for both of us. <laughs> I remember pulling up to Gary's office and just sitting in the lobby. And I kid you not, I had two songs playing. My headphones, I had two songs playing. What two songs you had playing? I had, oh, I just can't wait to be king. (laughs) I had that song playing. (laughs) And then I had, you better lose yourself in the moment. (laughs) I had those literally. I had those two songs playing back to back to it's back. Getting, it's getting ridiculous. Though. Who am I? God, what, like, it was. Who is my co-host? Right now? <laughs> so I'm like, this is our time. This is our opportunity. This is our chance. And I just, I, I remember setting up, um, and like having like five minutes to set up. Gary walks in, and we record. And like, I don't. It's just, it was, it was so unreal. And I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's like we waited like an hour oh, yeah, and a half. Yeah, we did wait an extra hour. I was like, man, late. this is bullshit. Yeah, because we came an hour early and we yeah. had to wait an extra hour. We late. waited like we waited two hours yeah. for this man. Yeah, I was yeah. hungry, I was not happy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who the hell do care me? Yeah. He don't respect me as a person. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah, waiting forever. Yeah, man. So I remember it was just it was just so surreal. And I mean, it, the whole moment was surreal, but to me, it was like. Going back to that day in November, reading his, listening to his audiobook, from being inspired by him to not give up on the show, to sitting next to him and talking to him, doing a podcast And together. he follows you, too. Yeah, and he really liked us. Yeah, he really, he liked really us, did man. like us. He really did like us. And then, like I said, he posted it on his YouTube page. He posted yeah. it on his Facebook watch on his page. Podcast. On his podcast. You know, it was just like he reshared it. Like, it was just so much love from him. And so, to me, that showed me just, man, if you want something in life. Yeah. And you're willing to work hard. And you're willing to be persistent. And you're willing to persevere through difficulty. Like, man, there is so much that you can achieve. And so that moment, man, it means the world to me. You know, 
I'll never forget what Gary did, and I'm I'm always grateful for Nick. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. You know he don't, he don't respond to my messages anymore. We got him a gift, so he should. I think Nick thinks I'm gay. <laughs> Jeez. I'm always sending him nice messages. I'm just I just really I he means that yeah. much to me. So yeah, I'm, no, you're very grateful. I yeah, so just don't use sweetheart. <laughs> I know that's your word. So don't, don't put sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm just bro. saying I don't know. I don't know. Um, and so uh, so yeah, man, it was. So moments like that, I never forget it. And uh, there's been so many moments in my life like that, where I'm like, man, with women, uh, this sucks. I'm a failure. I need to give up. With jobs, with money, with sometimes with friends, and just like I always think about that picture I send you with those guy, the, the pickaxe guy, and it's right in that moment before you give up. It's the moment before um, the breakthrough. So. So yeah, Gary, man, Gary, I love you. Thank you so much. Shout out to Gary V. Wasn't man. for you, we wouldn't we wouldn't be here. So no, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, Gary V. gave us a whole lot. He definitely definitely changed the show because you say you got Gary V. on on. The, I know he said that on the podcast and flexed it. He <laughs> called me a motherfucker too. <laughs> his experience with Gary V. and my experience. Was too <laughs> but no, nah, man, I I really love Gary V. I respect him. He definitely um, is somebody that is. I think he's one hundred percent genuine. Yeah, you know, I think he really cares. I think he is trying to push people and motivate people to get the life that they they want. You just have to work hard and the motherfucker to get there. Yeah. it's not easy, you know. So I definitely respect him. Like I said, he definitely changed us. You know, having Gary, you know, uh, really put a stamp on us that we can get legit people. That's a hard name to get. Yeah, a lot of people cannot get Gary V. Yeah, you know, we weren't a few. It's not only a few, but we're a few blacks. <laughs> Few blacks, black to black. You know, I know fees don't like being the black category. Yeah. But too goddamn late. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, man, it was really good, man. Like the crazy thing is, man, I didn't. I mean, I know Gary Vee's big, but when we was, I wasn't really nervous talking to Gary Vee. Neither he was, was I. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't nervous at all. The most person I was nervous for Sean Bay. Because Sean Bay, we had to wait in the room and wait for him, and it was just like weak. I remember we were just waiting for like ten minutes, like quiet, like. Uh, yeah, when he was and on then, the phone. Uh, yeah, and then the thing wasn't working. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, all of a sudden, the mixer don't want to work. Yeah, yeah, Now nah, yeah. it don't want to work. <laughs> Charlamagne was crazy. Yeah, so Charlamagne, yeah, man. That was one I was like super nervous for. Yeah. Uh, and I was like one of the people we've been trying to get uh, yeah. for a long time. And, uh, you know, that was cool to, to check that mark and put that episode out. He's yeah. like, man, Charlamagne. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know that was that was a good Monday. <laughs> That's a good Monday that yeah. day. Um, so, yeah, man, it's crazy, bro. Crazy. It's just crazy, man. Just, um, I feel like we're we are pursued. We're we are perceived as hmm. Well, how can I use this? We appear to be very average guys. Who have done very extraordinary things. Yeah. You know? Like to with no media connections, no. with with no media background, no. with no media history, to create this podcast and to do all the things, to meet all the people, to interview all the different guests, to travel all different parts of the country, to do all the tours, you know, to do all that stuff from just a bunch of people in a room one day saying, Hey, let's just talk. <laughs> You know? <laughs> it's just talk. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I don't know if you noticed or not, but um, 
Irby, before Irby agreed to do the podcast, he said, I want to see a sample episode of the podcast. See what you guys got. And I remember one day we were all in the house chilling, and I actually secretly recorded us. You motherfucker. <laughs> I secretly recorded the conversation, and I sent it to Irby. Uh, let's, uh, we'll blank. Yeah, I got you. I got if you. If you want us to. Send I don't it to care. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I remember he later on told me, he was like, when I first heard it, I thought this was absolute trash. <laughs> Shout out, shout out, shout out. <laughs> like, you guys were not good at was it, all. It wasn't good, yeah. But it was, but I, I, I just I just believe that the, the story is a testament to what you can do. Um, if you keep at it and you keep working hard, because we worked hard, man. We worked hard. Put we put a sac- lot of money. A lot of money into it, a lot of sacrifice to it. I'll never forget the, uh, all the, 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 Disappointing faces of Chris. <laughs> like um, <laughs> disappointing faces. <laughs> like uh, Chris being stuck on the bus or on the plane and missing the Andy Minio episode. Yeah, but I forgot about that. <laughs> that wasn't a good feeling. Chris, I was so angry. Oh Chris man, Chris driving back from Miami because Mr. Douchebag. Oh his man, <laughs> five minutes before we got there, he wanted to cancel. Yeah. From Indianapolis. Actually, from Chicago to Miami. Yeah. That's a drive. You know? I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what's the biggest hurt. Yeah. Big, well, nah, I won the biggest hurt. I'll fight. What's the biggest hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but all that the, goddamn Miami trip was not fun. Yeah. Man. So all the disappointing faces of Chris. Um, yeah, nah. Yeah. It's been canceled in New York. I remember it was we had... <laughs> An interview on day one, and then we had the interview on day four. We were supposed to have an interview two and three, and we had nothing. Oh, yeah. I remember being in New York for two days for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, yeah. I just walked. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a friend. Shout, <laughs> Shout out. So uh, who? It's all a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax, Shout out. You don't, do you know her? Nah, but you. you okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, so it was dope, man. Um, Just the experiences of life. And so um, my big thing is that. For all the people who have supported us, who have given to us, thank you so much. Like yes. I said, you mean the world to us. We're really grateful for you guys. But, you know, obviously to do this show, it requires, you know, money. Yes. For travel, for all the things that you guys have learned and grown accustomed to. So we have a platform called Patreon. We talk about it all the time. We're always talking about it. And on Patreon, you do get additional exclusive content from us. And we're working on doing a better job of creating more and more content via yep. Patreon. But I feel as though the uh, the major thing about Patreon, it keeps the show going. It keeps the, it keeps the um, lights on. And we just ask people, you know, to subscribe for as low as $5 a month um, just to help us continue doing the show, you know, to help us continue to make amazing content, to help men, to help women, to help ourselves. And we would appreciate if you guys would sign up for, for it. Um, as Chris brought up a couple of episodes, uh, episodes ago yeah. about, you know, just like one Starbucks coffee, <laughs> a Chick-fil-A sandwich yep, yep. A, a, a month, and you're sacrificing that to help us with our show. So the link is in the description below. Please, if you guys would sign up for it, we would really appreciate it. We thank you so much, even if you are not 
ready to sign up for it at this current moment and help us financially, we do thank you for sharing the episodes. It means a lot to us. And as always, reach out. We love reaching out. Uh, we love emails. We love DMs. We love all this stuff. We love the comments. So continue to reach out. Continue to let yourself be known and be heard. And we really do appreciate everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, especially people who have been rocking with us for a long time. We greatly appreciate you putting up with us because <laughs> I know we can go get crazy, but as long as you know our heart is in the right place, you know, we are uh, a podcast that is trying to create high character, high value men. Um, so that's what we're going to do. That's the topics we're going to talk about, and that's where our main focus is going to be. And we just hope you do support us. You know, if, if, if it's not monetary, then likes, comments, share goes a long way. Somebody needs to hear this message because so everybody can learn how to grow. Um, and get better. And that's the only thing we're trying to do. And that's what we strive for every time we get on the show. So thank you again. Appreciate everything. Let's create 200 more episodes. Not more memories. Not more laughs. And not more Hafiz embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And Good also Lord. on the business end of the podcast, um, me and Chris, we're learning, we're growing, we're improving. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. So we're trying our best. I know some people you know, who have supported us in the past, you know, may feel some kind of way about, you know, call promising. Just call me. Reach out. You Just know what I mean? Me. Let us know. We like I said, we're always trying to do better. We're not perfect. And that's and that's one of the biggest things I want people to get for the podcast. Even from our lives. It's like as men, as much as we strive to do the right thing, as much as we strive to be better, as much as we strive to improve, as much as we strive to follow God, as much as we strive to love women and to, you know, be all the great things that we want to be. We're still going to make mistakes. We're we're still going to fall short. We're still going to let you down. We're still going to sometimes say the wrong thing. We're still going to sometimes hurt people. We're still going to sometimes disappoint and fail ourselves. But the beauty of life is that, like I said, as believers, our identity is not based on who we are, I mean, what we do, but how God views us. And and it's just we're going to make mistakes. But when we do make mistakes, we're going to get back up. We're going to apologize to those that we affected, and we're going to try to get better. But never once from this podcast I want people to get that we are perfect, Nope. that we don't make mistakes, that we, we don't do the wrong thing. We do, we will, and unfortunately, until we become perfect, sentient beings <laughs> in the future, we are going to continue to do so. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> nice to see you again. <laughs> so thank you guys for bearing with us. Thank you guys for tolerating us. And yes. We look forward to talking about this episode on episode 400. I'm excited. My name is Afis. And adios. Oh, Chris, start the show.